0: Love,
1: talk Radio she the
2: oh. Welcome, everyone to another episode of The Pet Psychic Radio. I'm I, your producer and co-host with Laura Stinchfield, The Pet Psychic. And I'm back, excited to be here. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. We have our chat room open, hopefully, do we? We do. (laughs) We do. So join us in the chat room. We'll be chatting in there about the show. And uh, hey, Laura, I'm back and excited to be here.
3: Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited you're back. I have so missed you. And everyone in the chat room has missed you because I haven't been able to to follow that as much as you can.
2: Right. <laughs> I know. I missed being on the show so much, and I just I missed being in, you know, the States and California.
3: I know, so tell everyone how you're doing.
2: Um, so for those of you who might not know me, I'm the producer and co-host on the Pet Psychic Radio Show, and I've been gone for almost a m- month probably from the show, right? I think. I had a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time, and I was in Japan because I was donating my liver to my mother who had liver disease, and I'm now three weeks uh, post-operation in recovery, and you know the first week was really, really difficult but the surgery went well, and uh, I'm recovering, and I'm, like, driving around and going to the grocery store and doing normal, everyday stuff, so I'm happy she's to be back.
4: Been, you're probably doing
3: too much than you're supposed to be doing,
2: aren't you? <laughs> like, Yeah,
3: probably. Yeah, she she came to an event that we did the last <laughs> weekend, and she's running around, filming, and... <laughs> Getting everything organized, producing—it was it's really
2: so, fun. Tell I tell everyone about the event. What what the event was?
3: So uh, the Camarillo Animal Shelter they put on a a thon and so that there was a lot of rescues there, and they were res- they were adopting out bunnies and dogs and cats, and it's, it's a kill shelter. And uh, 52
2: animals got adopted,
3: which I think is pretty good.
2: Yeah it was awesome. I mean, almost all the cats I saw got adopted.
3: Oh, it's so nice. Yeah, 62, that's a lot. And yeah. um, it was neat. I got to talk to some police. Well, they were searching rescue dogs from the sheriff's department. And uh, some pit bulls, the ones on death row, were, God, were so sad.
2: It was Aren't really they- sad.
3: Uh, gosh, it was killing me. I think they had to stop me because it was getting too depressing, but I was like, you know,
2: not a lot. Right. Yeah. Laura's presentation was really great. I mean, it was really sad. uh, The dogs you talked to that were on death row, but it was the truth. And they were saying things like, you know, please help me. And, you know, they were, you know, scared to die and all that stuff. So, um, yeah. it's good to get, you know, check in with reality of this is what happens.
3: Yeah, this is what these animals go through. and
2: Yeah.
4: It's so sad.
2: Yeah, and I think it was just, it was great to have them be able to be heard and um, well, voice, you know, give them a voice. You know,
3: what, you know what is the coolest part of this is that Diana, one of our friends brought her two kids and they were adopting a cat. And um and we got to talk to the cat and everything. And her uh, boy was there. How old was her boy?
2: I don't maybe know. Like, Probably maybe well, like, maybe a nine, little bit. Yeah, like 10, 9, 10 maybe.
3: Yeah, like 9, 10. And he was there. And I did the presentation. And I, I, when I was talking to the bunnies, I was talking, I mentioned a little bit about being my bunny, right? And I also talked a little bit about the calming signals, the licking, the yawning, the blinking of your eyes. And Deanna said that in the car ride home that the boys were talking like they were ex- experts and they were
2: talking about how, look at her
3: licking and calming, you know, when they lick and yawn that they're calming themselves.
2: <laughs> that and, is awesome. And then
3: so she said, well, what are you going to name them? And, and what are you going to name the kitty? And And they said, oh, we're going to name her Bean. And she's like, Bean? Like, why not name her, like, Tattoo? Or, you know, she was, like, making up all these other names. And they're like, no, we're calling her Beans. <laughs> so then, she said, I don't know how they got that. And I said, you know, that's the name of my bunny. And I mentioned her during the
2: presentation. <laughs> that is so cute. That's awesome.
3: I know. So it's so cool that, like, the, the 10-year-olds are listening. I know. I
2: you
3: know we love- should
2: do is, like, um, We should make a video, um, that YouTube video that teaches kids how to talk to the animals. Oh, let's do it. I I love that. That would would be awesome. Be like, learn how to be your own pet psychic. Yes. Yeah, that would be fun. We should do it.
4: Let's let's do it. That would be so awesome.
2: (laughs) Um, Speaking of calming signals and... um, I know this is what you tell the animals to do all the time. I've been reading while I was in Japan. I was reading um like animal news and things like that. And I noticed that lately in at least in California there have been a lot of um animals from the wild that have been coming into you know populated areas right, like mountain lions or yeah, right? um, or bears. There's been this bear in the news that's near my house named Meatball. They named it Meatball. <laughs> and um, he's been coming into the foothills of the uh, Angeles National Forest, and there's all these communities. So um, what can we, like, maybe – if we see these animals or in you know in our neighborhood or if you we want to communicate with them telepathically like what can we tell them cuz i don't want them to get shot you know or or yeah, killed well
3: I, you can just say that alone mm-hmm. that um that unfortunately if you continue to come into populated areas and picture that animal coming into populated areas. And if you continue to go through garbage cans and go after chickens or, you know, whatever that they're doing, kind of picture that. And then then say people get very, very scared and then picture people like looking at them outside their windows, like really frightened and kind of feel that fear in your body. And when that happens, people want to come and shoot you and then picture someone getting their gun and coming and hunting them and shooting them and picture that it can be a very painful death. So it is so important that you go back to the wilderness and that you stay there and keep yourself
4: hidden from people. That's Um, good. Yeah
3: the reality of it and they will hear you you don't actually need to be right in the general vicinity of them if you read this in the paper all you have to do is just sit down take a moment just think think like if there's a picture of the animal on the paper look at the picture and just sort of or if they say like if they're describing what this animal is doing Kind of a ma- like picture a bear picture whatever they're describing that they're doing and it it will get to them and then just really think clearly about what you're saying picturing everything and then then feeling that in your body, And right. These animals will get it. They will they will understand. It's so important to educate the wildlife about what's happening.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's great advice because I mean. With this uh, meatball bear, <laughs> meatball bear, um, he or she—I don't do not not want to call him meatball. I think is I think there was in the newspaper. What I read was that he dug into someone's trash cans and ate meatballs. <laughs> That's why he's named Meatball, um, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Um, but. I think he's been out like a couple of times, and they tranked him um, and sent him back like twice already. So oh, I'm just afraid so that if this continues, they're going to have to end up killing him.
4: Yes, yes, wow. so and,
2: true. Um, not just meatball, but you know, coyotes, mountain lions. I mean, all the animals that, especially here in California, those are the common animals that are around. But maybe there are other animals in your area. So I invite you all to to oh. speak to them and tell them oh, to so, stay safe.
3: Oh, I have another story I want to say that. So I knew this. I might have told this story once on the radio about this coyote that was sick, and and uh, and, it, and we told it that if it was really bad, that um, well, it was really sick, and my dogs and I prayed, and we tried to get it food, and then it was, well, long story, but anyway, um. It, that coyote actually killed itself. So, um, and this was many, many years ago. We found it dead on the side of the road. And so then my friend, she said to me, Laura, but my neighbor is going to shoot the coyotes because they're killing all my chickens. And I'm so upset that this coyote is killing my chickens. And I'm like, you can't shoot him, you know? And she's like, well, then tell him not to. And she's like, tell him to go to the neighbor's house. That's two street that's two houses down against their chickens oh gosh so, because that person that that person that's like two stores that's two houses down is like a chicken hoarder and like doesn't keep all her chickens well and so she was thinking that like maybe it would be more humane for those chickens to be eaten than oh, gosh. live in those situations so, yeah um, so I was telling this coyote I got in touch with this coyote and I was telling this coyote that and he's like trying to figure out where the property is and he says, That's too much that, there's too many lights there and next door to the house where he said there's too many lights there, this guy rides his horses at night and he's got those big spotlights.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: um so I said, No, not that house that is the next house over. And um but I said to him, Listen, if you're really sick, if you're feeling really sick and that's why you're going after the chickens, you can always run in front of a car and kill yourself. And that you'll go to heaven. And I knew this coyote that did this. And I told him the story of the coyote who I knew that did this. Well, um, my friend went on vacation. And while she was gone, um, her neighbor called her up and said, Hey, I don't need to shoot that coyote because I found him dead on the side of the road, dead in the middle of the road right in front of your property.
2: Oh my gosh.
3: He heard me and he did do that.
2: He was amazing.
3: She said he was so thin and he was all mangy. He was, like, all black from the mange.
2: Yeah. Ugh.
3: Really sick.
2: Oh,
3: I know. It sounds Ugh. terrible, but it's almost better that they leave their body.
2: Right, right. Totally. That's crazy. That's so crazy. I got one wow. more
3: story. Am I taking <laughs> up too much time? Because this, this is another amazing story.
2: Okay, What click. do you think about Okay. Quick, quick,
3: quick. Then okay, my my client she called me the other day and she said she found her cat dead. Her cat died like really um he died like really suddenly, like in one minute he was fine, and the next minute she found him dead outside. And so I went over to go talk to the other cat and to talk to the cat that passed away. And so I was talking to the cat that was passed away, and he said, Tell my mom that when she found my body And when she took my body and sat down with it and my body was on her lap, that there were huge angel wings that were coming off of her back and that were shielding, like flapping their wings and shielding my mom and my dead body. And tell her that when she was petting me and brushing me, I could actually feel that and experience that. And when she was talking to me during those moments, I could hear her. But I want her to know that she had these big wings that were coming off of her that were surrounding her and me. So I told her this and told her some other things. And she says, I want you to know something. Every single day, I pray that the angels keep me under, keep me my husband, and my animals under their wings and keep us safe and protect us and guide us.
4: Whoa. So
3: isn't that amazing? So what happened, the angels, because she prays that every single day, the angels actually came and did that.
2: Oh, my gosh. That is isn't, so cool.
4: Isn't that cool?
2: Yeah. That's okay, really, now, i i I love when things are... I know it might be hard for people who never met us, or maybe they, they can understand this from hearing us, but things like this happen with Laura all the time, and I, I absolutely love it when your work is, like, proven. Yeah. And I yeah, know, I like, that sense. story, is you're telling it, so it's not necessarily proven, but it really yeah. does happen, and we do have it on video, and it's awesome, and I love that. I love yeah. that about you.
3: Well, it's it's interesting, too, because I tell people all the time, like, oh, yeah. there's, like, you know, I talk to dead animals and dead people, of course, like, I believe on the other side, you know? Yeah. But, like, and to pray and stuff, I believe in it, but there's always, like, this little part of me that's, like, skeptical, like, really, you know, like, really being watched every moment. I mean, I believe it, of course, I do believe it, but, but when, when I hear it like that, I'm, like, Wow, prayer really does work. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
4: amazing. Totally. That's totally. cool. I'm my biggest skeptic.
2: Right. Yeah. Totally. Uh let's go to our first caller. We have Don from Illinois. Hey Don. Hi. Tell Hi, us Dawn. about uh tell us about your foster dog.
1: Um, well actually she's my foster failure. Her name is Naomi. Um, I'm the President of my local Humane site, and I've been volunteering at our county run kill shelter for about three and a half four years so um, I had gone is- in uh this- i'm sorry,
3: oh no, just well, how come you said foster failure?
1: Um, well, because she was supposed to move on to her forever home, and we became her forever home. <laughs> so I failed get
3: fostering. So she's not the foster failure. You failed at fostering. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. No, she's wonderful.
3: <laughs> Aw, that's good. So what's her name again?
1: Her name is Naomi, and Naomi. We, nick, nick, we nicknamed her Nene for short. Oh, nice. And what does Nene look like? Uh, she is a brindle boxer.
3: Oh. She, and, she and,
1: is a tripod.
3: Oh, she's a tripod. Which leg is missing?
1: Um, Her back, right.
3: Okay. And so what do you want to ask her?
1: Well, I just, I would like to know a little bit about her previous history, Um, and I was considering turning her into a therapy dog. I didn't know if that would be something that, you know, she would enjoy doing.
3: Yeah, let me get her. How old is
1: she? She's a little over three, we think.
3: Do you know anything about her history?
1: Well, um when from what the animal control officers told me, um, she was picked up as uh from a family that said she was abandoned with them and apparently it was a relative who abandoned her and mm-hmm. yeah, she it, it was just really sad. When she came into our shelter she had sarcoptic mange um, mm. horribly, secondary skin infection, was emaciated, um, had oh. all worms except for heartworms, and was heavily pregnant.
3: Oh, my gosh. Did she have the
4: baby?
1: Yes, she did. Um, and we, my uh, family and I were able to get her out of the shelter the day after she had had her puppies, and we brought them here, and they stayed with us till the puppies were 12 weeks old. Oh. And I mean, just, you know, absolutely adorable. And she is, she is such a good mama.
5: Okay. She mamas she says,
1: every, I'm sorry?
3: Yeah, she says that she feels better now. Uh-huh. And I want to tell my mom that I need to stay with you. <laughs> but if you say that I have to go, I trust you. But I want to stay with you.
1: Well, this is her forever and, home now. Oh, oh, good.
3: I'll tell her. She says the problem with her old home, they didn't have the ability to help me. Okay. They would put stuff on me, but they couldn't fix it. All right. I had a, I had a man that liked me. And you tried to teach me things. Oh. They didn't understand dogs like you do. They were trying to help me by finding me a home. They didn't really find her a home, though, huh? They were called Animal Control. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thankful that you helped me. I would be a therapy dog. As long as it doesn't involve night hours. Okay. I don't like going places at night. It's interesting. Okay. <laughs> I like to help people who are hurt. Okay. My leg it tingles sometimes. Sometimes it bothers me. How recent is the? Uh, is the,
4: the leg?
1: Um, I believe it was a year ago this past February.
4: Can oh, you
1: ask who helped you lost it?
3: I'll tell you how I lost it, and it's a sad story. They all wrestled into me, and I shattered it too much. It hurt really bad. I'm trying to figure out what wrestled into her. Hold on. If it was like, uh, if it was, I can't tell if it's people wrestling or if it was like an actual car or something. Let me figure that out. Hold on. It was people. They all fell into me. God, it looks like there were men that were wrestling or fighting or something, and they stepped on her and fell on her. Would they would they amputate for a broken leg like that?
2: I think she the her call might have been dropped it says.
3: Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. Good for listening. Okay. Um
2: so I'm not sure.
3: <laughs> she is Well, she wants to be a therapy dog, that's good.
2: Yeah, um Sorry, Don. I don't know what happened, but um, your call got dropped, it says here, and maybe we had a bad connection. So, yeah, um, keep us, call us again and tell us, let us know what happened. Um, we have a special guest today, uh, Lisa from Dogs Deserve Better. Hey, Lisa. Hello. Hi there. Um, thank you for joining us on Pet Psychic Radio today. And, uh, yeah, we're so excited to have you. And tell us a little bit about Dogs Deserve Better and if you could educate us on uh, why chaining and pe- uh, penning your dog is inhumane.
0: Well, um, Dogs Deserve Better has been around for 10 years. Uh, this is our 10th year, and we just completed our um 2012 Chain Off, which is a, a national event where we try to, you know, bring a lot of awareness to the communities. Um, the founder, Tamir Thane, she went on a 10 state tour and chained herself to dog houses in 10 states on the Capitol steps um, to try to, you know, get people educated. It's, um, chaining your dog is probably the cruelest form of, of abuse that you can do. They, they need socialization; they need to be in a pack, you know dogs dogs do not survive out there on a chain, forgotten you know right. and uh it's it's really important that people understand that you you chain your dog out there, they're ten times more likely to bite somebody they're ten times more likely to contract some sort of disease or illness, you know because they're probably not you know receiving proper vet care um, it, it's 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 just no life, you know.
2: And what, Ed, when you say chaining, um, for our listeners who might not know, what does that exactly mean?
0: Um, well, we're not talking about, like, tethering your dog, you know, to a, a, a lead line or something so that they can go outside to go potty. We're talking about the dog that's, you know, on a heavy toe chain, you know, in the far back corner of your yard with maybe a wooden box for a dog house and that is where they live right 24 hours a day seven days a week
2: they don't get walked they don't get any they don't right they,
0: they don't play fetch they don't go for walks they don't you know go go in the car to mcdonald's for a burger or you know whatever it is they're just not they're not being treated like a normal dog
2: Right. Um, and for our listeners, if you want to log on to dogsdeservebetter.org, you can um, check out their website as we're talking right now. Um yeah, absolutely. I uh, also read here that uh, you guys acquired Michael Vick's kennel, former kennel. We did.
0: We raised uh, a lot of funds to make the purchase for that property down there. And um, they've been working real hard down there in Virginia to try to convert it into something positive
2: that's amazing that's great it's so symbolic to take over that space um, and advocating for more positive treatment towards animals it's awesome
0: absolutely I had the pleasure of going down there to the facility uh, not long ago I had taken two dogs that I had rescued up here in Pennsylvania down there to the center in Virginia and uh, it was really kind of amazing to see what she's already accomplished in a short period of time
2: Right. That's so cool. Um what is the best way um people can help dogs deserve better?
0: Well, there's lots of ways. Uh the best way is, you know, you can you can go to the website and sign up to be a foster. Fosters are the lifeline to these dogs. If we don't have foster homes that are willing to take these dogs in and give them a second chance, you know, where do they go? Yeah you know so foster, right. foster families are, are crucial to, to uh you know saving their life um they can also donate uh there's a link on our website they can just donate right to the right to the center um if they don't want to foster you know they can get out in the community and they can they can get uh literature from our online um site and and they can pass out literature you know hang flyers put up posters you know get the community involved
2: right uh so that's dogsdeservebetter.org um and uh you know all the listeners check it out uh today we're going to be talking to Dakota is that right
0: That's correct yes Dakota okay. has been in foster for quite some time
3: Okay cool thanks for all that you're doing with the dogs oh, deserve it really is amazing Yeah it's it's great
0: stuff it's very rewarding when you when you can help change the life of an animal
3: So tell us about Dakota.
0: What's his story? What
3: do you know Um, about him? Well, what
0: I know about Dakota is that he was a chained dog. Um, He's approximately four years old, we believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a husky, collie mix, tricolored, absolutely a beautiful dog. Um, And, you know, he was was surrendered uh, by his owners after – you know, several attempts to try to, you know, get them to bring him inside. You know, uh, they just they just didn't want to hear it. So finally, they just agreed to surrender because there were there was an incident at his previous home, and um, they were not real happy with him after that. What so we the took incident? him in. What
4: did he do? Uh, well, he got
0: loose, <laughs> and uh, his owner had some chickens. And um, Dakota decided that he wanted to have some fun with them, I guess. And uh, needless to say, there were no more chickens when he was finished.
3: Oh, wow. You know, it's so sad because he had probably had no exercise, and he's a husky, collie husky, and they need a lot of exercise, and he probably every day just watched those chickens. Oh, they were, yeah.
0: The chickens were just about 20 feet from him, 30 feet from him. mm -hmm. for. For four years, he watched them.
3: Yeah, so he probably really needed to get out some some anxiety, and that's probably what he took it out on. They were probably his stimulation the whole time he was there. That's sad. It but is sad, it is. A blessing also, you know. It's like sometimes I think those chickens maybe made a pack like, okay, I'll so you can, you can get out of here. You know, who knows what their spiritual pack is. Right. Um, um, okay, so let's talk to him. And so what do we yeah. want to know? Do you want to know, like, what kind of home does he want? Um, yeah, we –
0: you... uh, Dakota's oh. been in foster for a long time, and, and we did we did place him. He was adopted once, and uh, we thought it was a great match, but it didn't seem to work out, and uh, he was returned, and we were a little disappointed. And so we we really need to know what it is he he needs from us, Okay. At this
3: point. Okay. Yeah. And I see you also asked the question, like, why did he kill the chickens? Can ask yes. Out. Why did he kill the chickens? I want a home with people who understand me. The last foster didn't understand me. They would talk to me, and they got upset because I wasn't listening. Not the last foster. The last. The last uh, home that he was at. They didn't try to listen to me. The people that have me now are really kind. I want people who are going to take things slow with me. And if they say no, I need extra time to understand why. So what he's sort of saying is like if he has inappropriate behavior, he needs somebody who's patient with him and who's going to teach him what appropriate behavior is. And give him time to actually process that someone is asking him that. Okay. I also need someone who will sleep a lot. I don't like people who get up a lot in the middle of the night. It disturbs me. (laughs) Is he with someone who's an insomniac?
0: I don't
3: know. I don't. Yeah, he might be
0: a lazy dog. <laughs> well, his his car home his his, his no, heart
3: Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's more that um that like if he's resting, he really needs to rest. Like not okay. really that he's lazy. He probably he still needs a lot of ex- exercise. But if it's like if he's asleep, it disturbs him if somebody gets up and moves around. But that oh. is also really common for any dog that has been rescued because any dog who's spent many years like in this confined situation he's confined to this to this leash that or this chain that they only he could only process so much so then you take a dog like that and you put him in a house and you're and then you're taking him out places and you're getting him socialized and you're talking to him and you're trying to teach him things and Sometimes that can be a little bit of overstimulation. So when they sleep, sleep is so, like, he needs to sleep deep. And if he gets woken up from sleep, it just disturbs him. It's kind okay. of, actually like, common. It's like some of the animals that are rescued, you want to say, like, if they're sleeping, like, tell the kids not to go over and pet them too much or wake them up too much, like, really let them be for a while. Um And I say that that can last anywhere from, you know, the time of adoption to eight months to a year and a half. I mean, it's different for every dog, but that processing time. Um, Right. Sometimes I don't like people because they have crooked eyes. (laughs) And they come at me strange. I don't like people reaching to... It actually looks like his left side them using their right arm what okay. what, what, are, what are his experiences with people um well
0: he's he's in a foster home currently where there is a, a husband, a wife, and uh three children various ages uh there are several other dogs as well as uh, a couple of horses and a goat and a sheep.
3: Oh, how fun. It's probably yeah. the kid getting up in the middle of the night that he's worried about. <laughs> probably, yeah.
0: she's got a she's got yeah. a young a new baby, so it could be.
3: Oh, yeah. He's saying that he's be, It could be
0: the, the new baby. Yeah. It's the new baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the new baby just uh, is disturbing his rest.
3: So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I love these people. Action is really hard for me. People coming at me is hard for me. Okay. It's also like the um, like when he's being taught things, it's like the visual of somebody's chest or their shirt. So, like, if you're trying to communicate with him, trying to stand up straight more, he's getting overstimulated if you bend with your torso or if the people bend with their torso. Mm-hmm. He just really needs, like, really clear. Which makes sense yes.
0: for his background, right? Right. His his foster mom does does say that all the time that he just he does she feels that he needs somebody that can be very clear about what they want from him.
3: Yeah, because otherwise it's too much. Like he's process too much processing clothes and movement and
4: sound.
3: right. But I want a home, he said. Okay, good. I really want a home, and I love these people. They treat me really well, but they're super busy. But they yeah. love me, and they want me to be happy, and they're teaching me so much. I just feel like I could learn quicker with less stimulation. Okay. That's probably true. Let me ask why you killed the chickens. Why'd you kill the chickens? Because it seemed like a fun thing to do.
4: <laughs>
3: and they would tease me and scratch and throw things at
4: me. Mm.
3: And I would just be quiet. Oh, my gosh. that was, like, all this pent-up frustration, too. Yes. He says, I don't really feel sorry, but I could if you want me to. No, he doesn't need to feel sorry. It's so funny that he said, I could if you want me to. Like, <laughs> like if you think it's bad, like, maybe I can learn that it was bad. Right, yeah. I
0: think in that situation it was completely understandable.
3: Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I don't like to see chickens die, though. I don't want to put that out there. Well, no, I, mean, I don't either, that. no, but. Yeah. yeah. I wanna say thank everybody for being my friend. Oh, it's so sweet. You ask your, oh yeah. sorry. Can Go you ahead. just
0: ask him if he would prefer to be in a home without kids?
3: Okay. I think so. Not because not because um not because he he doesn't like kids. But just, it's harder for him to learn with kids around. Okay. Like, I see him more with like one or two people who are really calm mm-hmm. and active. I think kids are too much, too much for him right now.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, he loves them. I can tell that he likes them, but it's like he's not, he knows he's smart. He just doesn't know how to like process everything. And so he needs somebody that's really going to spend the time to process, to really teach him. Yes, he's very smart. He says, "Yeah, that's right. I want to learn." Ah, so tell everybody like if they how to get a hold of you again and how to to find Dakota and well, um and Dogs Deserve Better's website.
0: If they go on Pet Finder, Dakota is on the Pet Finder under Dogs Deserve Better, Altoona, Pennsylvania. Um, and they can also just go to the 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 website at uh, dogsdeservebetter.org and then click on the adopt link and find it that way as well and okay. uh you know I'm in Pennsylvania but our center is in Virginia and we have dogs all over the country that are looking for for forever
3: homes so oh that's great so that dog deserves better website does that show dogs all over the country the, the the yes, if you go to our web
0: our, our website, um you can you can find a dog that, that could be available in California or Kentucky or Tennessee. Yeah.
3: Oh. That is awesome. Yeah, great work. Thanks thanks so much for coming on. It was great to talk oh, to thanks. you. Thanks.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
3: Oh Thank yes. Thank you sure so thanks.
2: much, Lisa. Okay. Thank Lisa. you. E- right. well.
0: Take care. Hi.
2: That was Lisa again from uh, Dogs Deserve Better. Uh the website again is dogdeservebetter.org and if you go to the left-hand side there is a section that says Adopt Me and if you go there it has all the different states and if you click on that it'll take you to all their available and adoptable dogs. So check that out if you're looking for a dog this is the perfect place to go look for one. So that was awesome. Uh, I know it's, it's see, just amazing. I just
3: posted, I just posted um, Dakota's picture on on uh, Pet Psychic Radio's Facebook page.
2: Oh, cool! I was just in there posting the link while you were talking, oh, yeah. while you guys were talking. Um, oh, awesome. Let's quickly get to our next caller. We have um, Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Hi, ladies. Uh, thank you so much for taking
4: my call. I wanted to call and ask about Maggie. Um, she was my parent's dog. She passed away last week, and she was the dog that I grew up with. Um, we got her when I was 13, so she saw oh, okay. me like graduate high school, graduate college, get married, move away. So I'm still very connected to her, and yeah. I just to make sure she's um, safe on the other side. Okay, what does Maggie look like? Maggie well, uh, is a black lab mix. She had a lot of white on her face um, and Mm. big brown eyes. Oh, cute. And how old was she when she passed away? She was
3: 15 and a half. Oh, so sweet. Okay, let me get Maggie. Tell her I'm doing wonderful here. I can run around like I was young. I can jump up on the bed. And I also can push open the doors. And I come into their house all the time. And I go and visit Sharon. And when I do, I sit next to her. And I send her the feeling of petting me. When she was little... She always had a way with me. She would get down on her hands and knees and talk to me. And we would have conversations.
4: Is that true? Uh, Absolutely. Yep. She was, she and I were definitely a good bud and I took special care of her. Oh, did she sleep on your guys' bed? No, no, she was uh, she was an outside dog, but, I mean, we kept very good care of her. Um, she was, my dad wouldn't let her in the house, but I tried well, to make you, her feel as home as she could. Isn't that hysterical that she
3: says now she can push the doors open and jump up on the bed? It's,
4: I, I love it. I love it. And uh, I, 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 I just want to make sure she knows how loved she is. It's so cute that she's in the house now
3: um that makes me laugh because i've never heard them say i've never heard a dog say i can push the door open so i was wondering why she said that like i was wondering like did she get too old and she couldn't push the door open anymore (laughs) oh so cute so what did you say you want her to know that she's she's loved still is that what you
4: said yeah i just want her to know how because um We didn't think it would hurt us so much when she passed away because as they get older, you kind of expect it. But we're just we're devastated, and we just want her to know how loved she is and how we still think about her all the time. Oh, that's so
3: sweet. I want them to know I always felt loved. Oh, thank goodness. I had a good life. And they took good care of me. And I want to tell them it's okay, I'm okay.
4: And just I love you. Oh, that's so sweet. Laura, thank you so much for sharing your gifts with me. It it means the world to me. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Yep, have a great day. You
2: Thanks, too, Sharon.
4: Sharon. Bye.
2: Oh, it's so that cute. was so funny. I mean, I not know. funny that she passed away, but that whole coming into the house thing is hilarious. I'm
3: jumping up on the bed, because I saw her, like, running and, like, jumping and, like, skidding on the bed. Like, you know how puppies do? And they,
2: like, mess yeah. up. huge.
3: So She's like, Now yeah, I can come in the house and be on the bed with you.
2: I could see a lab doing that. <laughs> I
3: know, it's so
2: sweet. Um, okay, let's quickly get to our next caller. Um, Susan has a special needs cat and, and mom that want to get adopted. So, hey, Susan.
5: Oh, hi. Hi, thanks for being there for us, Long.
1: Um, sure.
5: This, this is a mom cat who was brought with her five kittens back in... Um, I'm gonna say April 1st of last year, with five newborns, and the four that were healthy got adopted immediately, and the mom cat did not show well up at the, uh, you know, Petco, PetSmart type things, um, but she does well here at, at my house. And the fifth kitten was almost didn't make it, and early on was diagnosed with hydrocephalus. Oh, what's you know, that? Water on the brain. Oh, they, they had the like bobblehead. They have, like, bobblehead. And then her eyelids were um, deformed, and she had to have eye surgery so that the eyelids would open so she could see. And that was quite successful. Um, actually, that she's never had a seizure and that she survived it all is multiple miracles. But anyway, the good news, bad news, is that um, there is a couple, newly newly married couple, that has shown interest in the kitten but not the mom cat. And the okay. mom cat has always taken care, you know, special special care of her kitten for the last year and a half. So oh. I you know, obviously I think they have good intentions and their heart's in the right place, but I'm yeah. wondering what is it gonna to do to the mom cat and is this the best place for a special needs kitty?
4: Oh, okay.
5: You really? know, and I
4: just do not know how they would handle
5: being separated
4: yeah. and um what does the mom cat look like? What's her What're both
5: short-haired uh, brown tick tabbies and the mom cat oh. has four white feet.
4: And oh, cute. the
5: little the little uh female kitten that's now a year and a half is um has kind of the uh traditional like down syndrome features.
4: Oh. You no, know, her does. head's
5: her head's kind of flat in the back, but it's real bobble-headed in the front. Oh,
3: wow. And, and so, so now she's, uh, I'm sorry. So I- has the mom met the um met the people that are interested in her kitten?
5: No, they're scheduled to come meet with them um next week, which is the urgency of getting feedback now is that um okay, I want desperately has, for them to both be adopted okay. and I think yeah. it's a good match but I'm just concerned about how the cat Yeah, yeah, let me talk I'll talk to them. I
3: understand your concern. So so just so neither the kitten nor the mom have met the people yet. No. Okay. And I okay. haven't
5: either, only email. Oh, okay. Well, let me but get them on. But the, the mom feedback help. is positive from people who have met them in person, and so I don't really have yeah, well,
3: them. You know, well, let's talk to the mom about what she thinks about being separated. Okay. If it's a good home. I mean, because you'll know a good home when it comes.
4: So yeah.
3: uh, I think it would be okay if it was someone who was really loving and also someone who might have a little bit of money because I'm worried about my kitten being sickly. And if they don't have the money to take care of her, then I'd be worried. She also needs a little bit more mushed up food
5: because
3: okay. sometimes her jaw and teeth hurt her when she eats. Hmm. I do take really good care of my kitten. She does. And I do really love my kitten.
5: But I know it's
3: hard to take care of both of us.
5: Well, they're they're two of eleven total. So yeah, it's it's been yeah. rough. Yeah, if we could find a home together, that would be great. Well, that's my prayer, but, you know, sometimes people cause have I, other ideas.
3: Because I feel like she needs to be looked after. I would really like to take care of my kitten. I know. Oh, <laughs> it's so sweet. Let me ask the kitten what the kitten thinks. She just scampered out
5: of here, so <laughs> she was up by She's the phone different. until just now.
3: He says I'm never leaving my mommy. Uh
5: oh.
3: <laughs> I don't ever want to leave my mommy. Don't make me leave my mommy. That scares me. And they might all feel like that, don't you think? Especially if they've
5: had problems. Well, she's surprisingly very social to, you know, human strangers, and she gets along well with every cat in the house. Oh, it's my mom. I know. But it's my mom. No.
3: I know. Maybe, maybe we should just stay here. <laughs> <laughs> they all think that. <laughs> I know, right? But the thing is, is that they can't just stay there because you take in foster, so you need your home to open up for another animal that in, that are in need.
5: And, I and mean, that's maybe true, but ironically, <laughs> I seem to be the place where I get end up with all the special need ones that are, you mm-hmm. know, because by definition they're just harder to place, and then yeah. they get... They get attached, I get attached, and then by default I end up with 11.
3: Yes, I know that feeling. So it's important, and I think that this is really big in rescue and really people who really fall who will rescue and fall in love with their animals, to kind of put that idea out there that you're the only one that can take this on. Because if you change that thinking sometimes and think that there is somebody out there that's really loving and that would love to adopt,
4: too oh,
5: no, that's that's exactly how I think it's just that that's yeah. been the end result because yeah. I've had so many others that have been placed and oh, you know successfully and so forth, and that's because the one I give freely and easily when i I'm yeah. convinced that it it is the right home. I've yeah. had others that have been disasters where others made decisions in the past and placed special mm-hmm. needs in homes that I had a really bad gut feeling and made it known, and they did it anyway, and they had a disastrous end result.
3: Uh, the cat, the, the mom says she wants to keep us.
5: I'm sorry, say that again?
3: The mom says she wants to keep us. Well, you, you'll have to call back and let us know how she does.
5: Yeah, well, let I just us- want to make sure that it wasn't going to be a big surprise to the cats if someone starts, you know, making motion toward separation mm-hmm. or, you know,
3: yeah. type well, of thing. Yeah, well, you heard what the mommy said, so you have to think about that, too. About oh, I, I, can,
5: can... I mean, I've had them since day one. I know exactly okay. how she felt. Oh, good,
4: good. But
5: I just wanted them to know that sometimes those are not my choices.
4: Yeah, okay, so call us, call us back
3: and let us know how it goes.
5: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the you know, the rescue groups that sponsor them have the ultimate decisions. Not me.
3: Oh, let me tell them that. The mom cat says, I'll think that we'll go together.
5: I pray that.
2: I. I'm just yeah, let's have...
3: put that, let's imagine that for her. Let's well, yeah, that. let's.
2: Let's uh, all of our listeners. Let's imagine that for the mom and the cat, because it sounds like that's what they want
5: and
2: is to be together. Been
5: in, that's been in their profile since day one. So
2: well, that's um, that's good that it's on their profile. Well, yeah. Susan, give us a call and let us know if they did get uh, adopted out together or not.
5: I'll keep you posted. I appreciate it. And um, okay, thanks for all your your support.
2: Thank you so much.
5: Thank you. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Um. So, our show is close to coming to an end. We have a few minutes left. So, it is time for Words of Wisdom. Oh, my gosh.
4: Yay. So, my yay. favorite part
2: of the show Words of Wisdom. <laughs> um, yeah, I and I've love
3: Words of Wisdom with without you, you know. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm gabbing until the very last minute, and I'm like, oh, the show's over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like, oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, no
3: goodbye. It's just, like, hang
4: up.
2: <laughs> I have a request. I have had uh, Ventura, my Dalmatian who passed away, um, on my mind a lot. And I feel like he is trying to tell me something, and I'm not sure. So maybe, uh, you know, if he has a words of wisdom for okay. our listeners or a message for me as well. But he usually has something interesting to say. So, um Mom, I need
3: to tell you something. If your mom comes to heaven, know that your liver was still good.
2: No. I know. Thank you,
3: Mom. I love you. Did you feel me in the hospital?
2: I did. I think that's why I'm like I brought. I just brought him up because there's been something about him, that his, he's been around lately.
3: I'm going to come back to you.
2: Oh, no. He keep saying and I'm that. Getting, and I'm getting closer. No. Stay in heaven. You know, most people would want their pets to come back to them. I have a full house right now, and I cannot take any more. So I suggest he stays there until... I have an opportunity to take another animal in.
3: It's so funny because that's how I was with Maya and she came back anyway.
2: Um, No, Ventura, stay. Stay in heaven. I can't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I got to tell you something. We got
3: work to do. (laughs) I'm going to be your dog again. No. Mom, your body's getting healthier. The thing that I gotta tell everyone if you do something that's selfless, like my mom did for her mom, then heaven will give you rewards. But you have to do it for love and not the reward. My mom is going to be rewarded. And all of you will be like, wow.
1: <laughs> I wonder
3: what. So, going to She's so
2: articulate. <laughs> all of you will be like, wow.
3: <laughs> well, I wonder, well, you know, that's sort of me translating it. It's right. like everyone will be.
2: <laughs> I know.
3: <making laughs> speechless. So, right. I- I wonder what's going to happen. Something amazing is going to happen.
2: Interesting. Well, I guess I'll find out someday.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm.
2: uh, I'm telling Ventura, stay in heaven as long as possible. <laughs> Enjoy it. Have a great time. Um, maybe soon in heaven is not like for a couple years.
3: Well, I don't Oh, you know, so Maya came back really <laughs> quick when she said she comes back and I was telling her no, she was like back so fast, like within a oh, month. No,
2: no. it's
3: true sometimes time is definitely different there. They can do it. Right. Time is definitely different. And you know, yeah. maybe there's something else that hears you and say, No, she's not ready, Ventura let's go do this instead. Right. You know?
2: Right. Um, I would like to also hear uh from Storm King, words of wisdom. Oh, Stormy, did you hear? Storm, i oh, was
3: so asleep. Stormy, honey, are you listening? I want to hear from your words of wisdom. What do you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Get a VW truck and enjoy it." <laughs> We're at my friend's house, pet sitting his dogs, and I've been driving around on the '67 VW truck every day.
4: It's uh-huh. Like.
3: Because you know, got lots of dogs and stuff. And I'm telling you, Storm looks so happy in this truck. I think he was a person in his last life and had one of them. Because ah. he's so happy in this truck. <sighs> you think everyone should get a VW truck? Jim is gonna love that one. <laughs> what else, honey? I'm just saying, it's simple and fun. <laughs> That's because. Also when I'm driving it there's no radio in it and you know you have to
4: go like really slow because it's
3: so old. <laughs> so, I mean I go like I'm on the freeway and I'm going like 10 miles below the speed limit. But it's it's so interesting because when I'm when I'm driving it, I'm like god this is actually like a meditation. I I feel like I'm back in time like you can't like on the cell phone or like Right.
2: It's,
3: it's so funny. So it is sort of like that.
2: That's awesome. Thank you Stormy. Um real quick, I want to mention before we go. Um we have a request in the chat room. Um okay. a Safe Pet Heavens uh Haven says a uh, prayer request for my friend Nancy whose 13 and a half year old dog Blissy passed away a few days ago.
4: So Aww. if we
2: could all send our love and prayers, she's grieving terribly. So um, send your prayers to uh, Nancy and Blitzy. Blitzy, yeah, uh, I fly high, notices. Blitzy.
3: Yeah, and then Nancy notices that when Blitzy's around, that she believes it when she feels yeah. her.
2: Yeah. So uh, we're, we'll be praying for you, Nancy. And uh, join us next week, same time, same place. Blog Talk Mm -hmm. Radio, Pet Psychic Radio Show. Check out ThePetPsychic.com for all of Laura's adventures. You got stories, videos, her blog. It's awesome. Check it out, ThePetPsychic.com. Also go to our Facebook page, uh, Pet Psychic Radio, Facebook. So check us out, um, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Talk Talk to your pets calming signals she can talk to the